Marissa, before we begin, I have to ask a serious question. What? Why are you in my camera shot? Okay. Well, first of all, rude. <laughs> <laughs> Secondly, we're joined today by a really special guest. Ooh. And I'm do very excited. Um, you do, but not as well as me. Mm, I don't know about that. Well, not as well as I. Ooh, and, and you got so corrected that it fast. <laughs> Uh, we're here with my mother, Gail Hyatt. <laughs> hey, hey Gail. Well, thanks for having me. Happy Monday. Thank you. We are excited to have you on Focus on This today as our first guest with as the new host. Three people so, in the studio. I know. I, had, I love it. I had to have you on. Well, yeah. Mar yeah. Marissa we'll was like, see. oh my gosh, we need Gail to come here and talk about this topic. <laughs> Yeah. So I said, all right. Because it's near and dear to your heart. And I think it's an important one. And everybody, you know, is kind of on this road of starting to think about their goals for the new year. And I feel like there's a whole group of people who we kind of don't talk to much here at Full Focus. And that kind of a person is like you, mm -hmm. which is somebody who's a little bit reluctant to set goals, to try to go after goals. And so today, that's what we're here to talk about with you. Well, I'm happy to talk about it. We are so uh, My excited. guess is there might be even more people in my camp. We'll see. Than, than in ours. Yeah. yeah. In the sense that there are more reluctant goal setters or even resistant goal setters oh. or even rebellious Oh, <laughs> I like that. Rebellious. So we'll see. We'll That's see. Although fun. the eight in you is coming out. You're yeah, like, let's like, go. Let's do it. <laughs> Given this community, I might be wrong. But well, we'll see. here's what I do know for sure is that the people who are listening know somebody who is probably a reluctant, rebellious. They're probably married you know, to that person. Probably married to that person if they are in our world. So before we even dive in, I just want to, you know, encourage you take a second, share this episode. If you've got somebody in your life, you know, has either struggled with goal setting, has been resistant to it, or straight up has refused and is very rebellious. So we're talking about confessions of a reluctant goal setter. Woo-woo! That with would be me. The one and only Gail Hyatt. This episode is brought to you by Life Focus, a new gamified approach to life planning that's easy, fun, and gives you a GPS for your next 10 years. You can start today at fullfocus.co slash lifefocus. All right, welcome to another episode of Focus on This, the most productive podcast on the internet, so you can banish distractions, get the right stuff done, and finally start loving Mondays. I'm Marissa Hyatt, here with Ken Freire and Gail Hyatt. Yeah! Yay! What's up, Gail? All right, Mom, so I before we dive in, I just want to kind of talk about you for a minute and introduce you. Okay. So obviously you're my mother. Shocker. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Tell? That's why you were calling her mom. Yeah. Can you tell the resemblance here? <laughs> um, and you're pretty amazing. There's a lot of, we have a lot of like Gail isms around here. One that a lot of our audience might know is that That's people right. lose their way when they lose their why. And that is a Gail Hyatt original mm, quote. I don't know about original, but it's been credited to me, but well, nothing is really original. It's a Gail I'm sure Hyatt. I heard it somewhere. I think it's a Gail Hyatt original. Okay. She's been saying it to you since you were like two. Yeah. Been... Well, no, but there's a lot of other galisms. But you, so, okay, so you, your kind of personality is extroverted. You're a total people person. You're a little bit rebellious. Like I think I get some of my rebellion from you. True, for sure. True. It's a baby. It's a baby of the family thing. Right. I think. And 
but you were you were a good student and all of that. But where did this kind of like reluctancy? Well, yeah, reluctancy goal setting come from? come from? Like, or did you see that early in your life, or did that show up when you were later married because of dad's personality? Let me go back to say that what attracted me to Michael as yeah. a as a boyfriend later husband was that he had the qualities that I didn't have. And okay. I was very spontaneous, spur of the moment, flexible, uh, go with the flow. And he was very disciplined from day one, yeah. very mature. His, his Most of his friends were quite a bit older than he was. In fact, most of them were even adults. Mm. He hung around a lot with adults. Because you guys met in college. We met in college. Um, and so that... Uh, I think even on a subconscious level, I realized, okay, he's, he can balance me. And I think he felt the same way about me that I could balance him, bring more fun, more spontaneity into the relationship. Right. And so as true to form opposites attract. And so we, we were attracted and, and what later, what, what first attracts you later annoys you. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Preach. And then what later, later you appreciate. So, oh. so I think you, you start out with attraction and then it goes to annoyance and then it goes to appreciation. Oh, that's good. That's a good Gaelism right so there. I think, there that's, I think Michael has, that's original with him. But, I heard it from you first. So okay. I'm going to credit you. We know he got all his good stuff. It's that's from true. you anyway. So, <laughs> so but uh, during that annoying stage that a lot of these differences really, really came up and he was always always was a person back in the eighties who had the daytimer or the Franklin Franklin planner, um, always, uh, planned his life, planned his days from day one. And he was a student of productivity tools like that. And that's, he always wanted to be more efficient. And meanwhile, I'm out having a blast and raising (laughs) kids and actually being miserable some of the time and, you know, whatever. But, that not planning. That could not have been any farther from me yeah. uh, than it was. So, um, so then fast forward to 2015. Well, 2013, if I'm not mistaken, is when the best year ever course was created. Yeah. And I thought it was fabulous. Uh, I just thought, okay, this is going to, this is going to do well. This is going to meet the needs of so many people. And, uh, but it was for others. It wasn't really for me. And so when two years later, I'd never done, I never went through the course myself. I was happy for him to go through it, teach it. I even attended the seminars if they were taught. And I loved walking around and helping people, uh, work through the exercises. And then one Christmas, my brother came to visit. So I have a brother who uh, is two and a half years older than I am. And he, comes to stay with us every Christmas. It's just so fun to have him. And he want, he was going through a big transition in his life, and so he wanted to sit down and go through the course together with Michael and myself. And so they both challenged me, well, you got to do it too. And so I thought, okay, well, I'll go through it just because he was going through it. And I, up until that point, I really was rebellious about it. Like, I, I am not going to do this. I don't want to do it. It's your thing. And, um, so lo and behold, as I was going through the exercises, I was discovering things about myself Mm -hmm. that I hadn't known because all of a sudden 
the goals that were, or the aspirations and dreams and desires that were being called out of me were really mine. Right. And so they weren't his. I had, I had, so let's see, we got married in 78. And so this is 2015. So over all those years, I had learned to kind of adapt myself to his way of living. Yeah. And so I, it was all about supporting him and, and all of that. And of course, having kids, it's all about the kids. So I kind of got lost somewhere in the shuffle. And Do you feel like that's because some of the rebelliousness that you were feeling was because you didn't want to conform to kind of his exactly. way even yeah. more? Yeah, I wanted, even on a subconscious level, I wanted to be my own person. Yeah. And so that wasn't my identity. That wasn't what, what lit me up or anything. Right. So, um, but going through the exercises, I was discovering some amazing things that I thought, wow, this is, this is really just me, not him. And the way that the questions are asked and the exercises you go through, it really does call out of you what, how you see yourself and how you want to see yourself. Right. And, and that was a whole new experience. So what year was me. this? The first year? 2000. Well, this was 2015. So, okay. so it had already been out a couple of years. Yeah. So that was, that was really fun. And as a result of that, I set some goals for myself. One, I had been painting for a couple of years at this point, right. And, uh, I did not grow up painting or being, thinking I had any artistic talent whatsoever. And uh, I really enjoyed it. It delighted me. And so somewhere along the line, somebody said, well, why don't you sell some of your paintings? And I'm like, well, I don't know. I just, just doing it for myself. So one of my goals was to, to reproduce a couple of my paintings and sell them. And I did. There's a you know way that you can re reproduce them where they look like a real painting and you can embellish them a little bit. Yeah. And I sold 10 of them like that. And uh, so awesome. it was just so fun. So that was a specific goal that I was working toward. So when you were at kind of this moment with dad where, you know, he's created this whole course around goal setting, you're not wired, you know, that mm -hmm. way or so you thought. And you're kind of you know, doing it in support of him and saying, okay, like I'm here for you. And that's kind of it. You know, I love being around people and all that, but I'm not here for myself. I'm not interested in this for myself because, uh, was there fear there? Was there like, what was the sense of reluctantness? I didn't see how, uh, fitting into a system, fitting into a, course yeah. going through all the steps that are required in a course could could be compatible with a person who's very spontaneous who's very flexible who right. doesn't want to be in a box it felt to me without knowing it without experiencing it i i assumed that i would feel like i'm being squeezed into a box yeah. and that that i just couldn't handle i just didn't Well want and that. i think that this is so common for people like I think that if you're not somebody who is a super, super high achiever like dad or a lot of the people in our audience, there can be this fear that like, if I set goals that I'm boxing myself in, mm -hmm. or if I set goals, then it's primarily because of what other people want for my life. I don't really that, get a that's say it. That's in it. it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I would, I would, I felt like I was going to have to come up with goals that he would approve or that others would approve of. Yeah and not what was really true to me. Yeah. And, you know, just to put a little context into this, 
I don't know how many of you are familiar with the Strength Finders test. Uh, I think it's a Gallup yep, organization Gallup uh, tool. And there's 32 different yep. strengths. And of Michael's top five, Achiever is probably number one or definitely in his top five. I can't remember exactly yep. what number it is, but that comes as no surprise to those of you who know him. For me, it is, I believe it was 32. It was dead last. I think it was dead <laughs> last. I just, it's just not something that and I And what think is your, about. your top? My top is flexibility. Yeah. Which is probably and his dead last. It's his like 31 or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean. He's not dead last. He's like. Yeah. yeah. So it's so fascinating because. That is so interesting. And so we've had to, you know, we've been to some marriage counseling and tried to figure out how to work together being so different and. But uh, again, opposites attract and we need each other. But, but I think it is really easy to think that you should be with somebody or, um, you know, yeah, like be in a partnership with somebody who shares the same strengths as you. And I think that this is a really big misconception because it often is much more interesting for sure and much better when you have those complementary things where it, you you don't have what he has and he doesn't have what you have. And so you kind of you know, compliment each other in that it's way. It's definitely interesting. And I would say for those of you who are also married to your opposites, which is probably most people, the one word that I would give to you to live by is curiosity. Ooh. Stay curious about the other person and don't, yeah. don't try to make that person into you yeah. or to what you think you want, but be curious and fascinated with the, with your partner and just, cause there's something even, uh, at a biochemical level that drew you to that person initially. And so, yeah. And, and what I like to think about is that like every season of life, they are learning and they're growing exactly. and you have to re recognize that, Oh, I should learn who this person is becoming mm -hmm. in this season of life. Don't freeze frame somebody. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So really like, good. for example, my wife, she, we have four kids right now and she stay at home. Uh, she's learning a lot about herself and I'm learning this new person. I was like, I'm married right. to a new person now. That's right. Yeah. So like, how do I stay curious? I love it. I have heard uh, dad say about you, mom, uh, I've been married to, you know, five women and they're all your mother. <laughs> you know? I'm on my fifth marriage now. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Well, today we've got five realizations uh, that you experience going through our goal setting process. And as somebody who this is not your natural bent, this is not what you would say like, you know, oh, yeah, I'm just going to go goal set. You're that's not your thing. Uh, but through this process of really supporting dad and, and your brother, mm -hmm. um, you had kind of five major realizations. And so I think these are really helpful for those of you, like I said, who are listening, who either you you yourself are feeling these things or, uh, you've got somebody in your life who is. So the first one, um, is goal setting looks different for each and every person. And so can you talk about what you mean by this mom? I think some of it we've already talked about, but the other, the other part of this is that I'm not a business person. Yeah. So I do a lot in my family. I do a lot with my church. I do a lot in my community. I do a lot with my in-laws. I mean, I'm very busy. Um, I have a very full life, but I don't have business goals. Right. And so all the goals that I have are, you know, personal, intellectual, physical, 
spiritual, yeah. all the different other domains yeah. besides uh, business. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so I, um, yeah, work. So I think that that's one thing to notice that right. you're going to be different. Um, and then just based on your personality, you know, what, what excites you, what's risky to you, all those different things when you're going through that template is, um, designing your goals. Yeah. I think that, uh, everybody is different and so it's okay. And we don't have to be a Michael Hyatt. We right. don't have to be a Marissa. Marissa is very good with her goals and, and following and using the planner to, um, to accomplish those goals. And she's very goal driven, uh, but I'm not. And yeah. so, uh, but that doesn't mean I don't have goals. Right. I absolutely. And I absolutely 100% depend on the planner yeah. to get me through life. Yeah. That is my, my goal. It's, it's me. It's my heart. Yeah. Well, I, I think that this is really true because I think that it's easy to think, well, this is just not my personality to do goal setting. Mm -hmm. But what I want to remind people is like, that doesn't mean that you just don't have to dream. Like you, you can be a non goal setter or a reluctant goal setter and still have major aspirations for your life. And I, I would argue that most people do who are walking around, you know, like that's, what's giving them purpose. That's what's giving them drive, whether they call it a aspiration an intention, a goal, a dream, you know, there's all different words that we put on this and, Obviously, here at Full Focus, we've created a whole system, a course, and a live event to help you uh, in this process. It's a little bit structured, um, but one of the things that I love that we do in this is we allow you to really dream, and so it really is about you and making it work for you and your personality. So it's not going to be uh, this exact same. For and every sometimes you have to use a different word. Yeah. I, I don't like the word goal, you know, yeah. I, I aspiration intention. I yeah. love those yes. a lot more. Yeah. So yeah. sometimes you just, it's just a word game. Totally. Yeah, so true. Cause based on what you said is when you think about goals, you correlate it with business and exactly. you're like, well, I'm not a business person. So I'm not exactly. going to do that. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. What is number two for us? So number two is that it enables you, the goal setting process enables you to excavate you. Ooh. And I love that word excavate. And that's exactly how I felt. I, I felt like going through the process, especially that first time, yeah. it was like the dirt was getting dug away or dug away and underneath was this treasure. Yeah. And I loved discovering me. Mm. And it, it was the first time in many, many years that I'd kind of given myself permission to find out who I am and what I, I would love to do and what excites me and what I'm passionate about. Well, there's so many competing yeah. voices in our lives, whether it's your spouse. Okay. Like I, you know, obviously I don't have a spouse, but I can imagine that that would be a, a very prominent voice in your life who you feel pressured, you know, okay, I've got to do this because they think that's important or whatever. Um, we have bosses who are doing this children, um, you know, coworkers, friends, Marissa. social, social media. Yeah. I mean, social media. I mean, there's all kinds of people in your life. Uh, those, some, you know, and some that you don't know who are trying to dictate how you spend your time and what you go after That's and right. what your yeah. life looks like. And it is so rare that we slow down enough to ask ourselves a question. What do I actually want? Exactly. Especially if you are a people pleaser. Yeah. And if your personality is that you don't want conflict you don't want to upset anybody or anything, then you're going to just go and flexibility is your top, you know, yeah. Yeah. strength. Then you're going to want to just 
lose yourself in a way in yeah. other people. Gosh, and it's not very fulfilling no. when you choose that way. No, but the goal setting process does provide an opportunity for you to ask yourself those, those big questions of yeah. what do I want? You know, yeah. what is important to me? Yeah. What do I want my life this next year to look like for me? The other thing that I just remembered that came about when we were going through the process of, of going through all those questions with my brother and with uh, Michael is that they actually got excited when I was coming out of, yeah. you know, and discovering who I was and excavating myself. They wanted to support it. Mm-hmm. And so they'd say, yeah, I really like that. I saw that in you when you did this and that. And and so they were, rather than to try to force me back into some box, they really wanted me to come out of that oh, box. Awesome. And that was kind of fun to see because I have never really gave anybody the opportunity to do that for yeah. me. That's yeah. awesome. I love that. So what I'm hearing is that while you're doing that, also make sure you have a support system that can help you see. It helps for yeah, sure. To, for you to get out of the box. I love doing it. I think, do, and since then, Michael and I have done it together and I love doing it together because again, if you stay curious about each other and you just are fascinated and, and let that energy uh, run the process, it's, it's really fun. Yeah. And it brings you closer as a couple, I think. What I'm it did sure. For us. Well, you probably know the benefits of the compound effect of small actions through daily habits, but the biggest question is where are those habits leading you? Well, without a clear destination, it's really challenging to stay on course and keep up your motivation. So how do you decide which habits to prioritize in any given day, month, or even year? Well, the answer is a life plan. We here at Full Focus have created Life Focus, which is a brand new gamified approach to life planning. Each Life Focus kit comes with 11 card decks to help you define your personal mission, identify your personal values, describe your desired future, and determine your next steps, including the key milestones and essential habits to help you achieve your plan. By the end of this fun and easy process, you won't just have a vision for your life, you'll have the next steps and habits to pursue a life of greater direction, growth, and purpose. And right now, just for being a listener of Focus on This, we are giving you 15% off our Life Focus Kit and our course. So just go to fullfocus.co slash lifefocus and use the code FOT15 to get started. What would be the third realization? So as I went through the process, I think the third thing that I realized is that it's okay to have desires for your life. Mm. And when you are a a supportive wife, when you're a mother and all your attention is going to taking care of everybody else, sometimes you don't think you have permission to have your own desires and your own life. In fact, I have to tell one little quick story I when I was about exactly this time, in fact, now that I'm thinking about it, it may have been a result of going through this. I uh, sent out an email to the, the daughters that had children. And I said, I would love to babysit for your kids. I mean, I love them so much. However, I would like to be asked ahead of time and, you know, given the opportunity to say no, because up until that point, 
I would have described myself as always on call, like whatever mm. anybody wanted. Which I, I think there. this is really common for women in particular, and I'm sure across the board for you know grandmothers. Yep, and it yeah. gave me gave me courage to say, oh wait, if I want to paint, then I have to have uh, a designated time to paint, yeah. which means I can't babysit during that time. I'm going to attend a class, or you know, I've got a commitment that I've got to fulfill, and I got. Big resistance yeah. from them. It's like, this is so selfish. How can you, how can you do this? And, you know, and I, I know now is that what those moms were going through was a really hard time of motherhood. Yeah. And so it was scary. Their, their little lifesaver was maybe not going to be available to them. And, and so we worked it out. We, it, now it's a beautiful arrangement, but um, at the time, just the shock of that was really tough. But I did learn it's okay to have desires for your own life. And ultimately, you were able to explain that to them yes. of like, this isn't just me, you know, being selfish and saying, I don't want to be with your kids. This is ultimately about me excavating me and continuing to cultivate those desires and dreams that I have within myself. And ultimately, we were all supportive of you. In and that. guess what? But it, but it shook things up. You're, you know? you're more inspiring yeah. to your family and close friends when you are your best self. Yeah. And that's what I think I've noticed over the years is that when I when I get lost and I'm diminished, then I'm not very inspiring. Yeah. And when I when I get to be my true self and I'm out there, then everybody wins. So true. I love that. But what I love about that too is that no matter what age you are, you can always keep growing, right? You can always keep learning more about yourself, discovering right. yourself in any season of life. I'm excited to go through the process this year because a lot has happened in the last year. Um, and so I get to see, okay, yeah, who am I this year? Yeah. yeah. I and I, I do think that's true. Like each year we, we change and evolve and uh, it's why we, it's an annual process, you know, to go through this. Just real quick recap, we have talked about goal setting looks different for each and every person. Um, the goal setting process enables you to excavate you, and it's okay to have desires for your life. And so number four is when your goals come to fruition, a newfound confidence is created. That is so true. But by me uh, defining things that I want for myself and then going forward and making them a reality, I all of a sudden... My, hold my head up higher. I'm yeah. just much more of a confident person. Yeah. And it's not the same as arrogance. Yeah. It's not selfish. It's just confident. And uh, you have more. Why do you think that is? Well, you begin to see, first of all, that you're a person who can, who can follow through with something. Mm -hmm. You know, that was a, always a hard thing for me. I'm easily distracted and, you know, squirrel, squirrel, you know, that <laughs> whole thing. Uh, <laughs> But when I set something, I knew that it was in line with me. Yeah. So it wasn't somebody else's goal for myself, but it was something I truly did want. And when I went forward and did the little baby steps that got me there in the end, then I was confident. I was like, wow, I can do something else. Yeah. And, and it really feeds off of itself. So true. I feel like when you go after something, you know, one of the things, I think it might be in the planner, uh, here, open to the first page. I think it's, there's a quote in there. It's from dad that essentially says, um, it's not about 
you know, the goal that you're trying to achieve. It's about who you become in the process. And I think that that is really true that goal setting. Sure. Like you're going after things and you're trying to, you know, um, accomplish some awesome, great things in your life, but that's not really what it's about. Like that's all awesome, but it's really about the process of you growing. And part of that is proving to yourself. Oh my gosh, like I can do things. You're supporting yourself. I can do whether it's a hard or difficult, you know, goal that you're going after and it's putting you, it should put you outside of your comfort zone. You know, that takes a lot of courage. You have to show up for yourself in a way that you would have never had to show up in your life otherwise. And that's what I love about goal setting is it really calls out of you somebody that you could have never been otherwise. Awesome. So we got three so far. Or four. four. Yeah. What's the last one, Gail? Well, this one may sound a little bit familiar if you're familiar with some of the Michael Hyatt material, but it allows you to go through life life without drifting to a destination that you don't want. And as he says, no one ever drifted to a destination that they would have chosen. And so you get to see the direction you're going and you get to continually recalibrate, okay, am I still heading in the direction I want to go? And you end up where you want to end up as opposed to just like, and and the next thing you know, you're, you know, going through a divorce, you're 80, 90 pounds heavier than you want to be. You're, you're depressed. You're laying on the couch, watching TV all the time, whatever, whatever the undesirable destination is that you might want. And this way, no, you're, you're intentional, but because you have decided where you want to go. Yeah. You really, I, I have this, um, you know, I've talked about it several times on the podcast, but I have what I call my morning manifestation recording that I listen to. And one of the things that I say in that is you're the creator of your life. You're designing the future that you want by the choices that you make today. And I think it's really easy to think that, what we do today has no effect on where we're heading. And what we're trying to say is calling you back and saying, okay, you have to know where you want to go. Mm-hmm. And then you've got to calibrate your, your present experience to that future and start to create that today. Mm-hmm. Like it, that future doesn't have to be, you know, 10 years in the future or by the end of the year, whenever you're looking, uh, it really can be today. And the, the problem is, though, if you don't know where you're going, then you're totally just going to end up drifting. Yeah. And I love the planner to help me get there. Yeah. That, I think if there is anybody listening who struggles with any kind of attention deficit syndrome type thing, I've never been diagnosed with that, but I do know that I'm easily distracted. And I think that having the full focus planner has been a lifesaver to me. And I love it. Like I just, I love opening it up every day when I want to get something out of, off of my mind, some, some, Oh, I need to make that phone call. Oh, I need to do this. I I jot it down. I prioritize, I reevaluate each week. It's just so helpful to make sure again, that we're, I'm not drifting, that I'm really continuing to head where I want to go. Yeah. So and what's great about that is that you're saying the planner is not just for the goal achievement. Michael Hyatt's no. out there in the world. Mine probably it's looks different spont- than spontaneous. his. Ooh. You know what I mean? Like yep. his is, he's even, you know, his printing style is like beautiful <laughs> and, and I'm kind of scribbly or whatever, but, um, and they're going to look different, 
but they help with the same yeah. ultimate end. I love yeah. it. That's so good. Well, I love this because, you know, we've got uh, the new year ahead of us. We're, you know, a few weeks away at this point from New Year's and people are going to start thinking about goal setting and thinking about what are those intentions that I want to set for this next year of my life. And and I just want to encourage you, just like my mom has done today, that, um, you know, you goal setting can be for you regardless of your personality, regardless of whether you consider yourself a high achiever or not, um, you can create this experience for yourself and design the future that you're looking to, to create. And so um, I just want to thank you for coming on because I think that this is a really important message for our listeners and for our community to hear that we don't often talk about. We're very much on, you know, more on dad's side of the equation. And I think it's important to talk about the other side. So I do have a final thought. I was going to, I was about <laughs> to ask you before we go. She's been prepping for this final yeah. thought. Actually, it just came to me. Good. Um, so my final thought is twofold. If you are the high achiever. Yeah and you're either married to or working with someone who is a reluctant goal setter and is not necessarily a high achiever, number one, be patient. And what I would do if you want to try to go through the process with that person is to couch it as an experiment. Oh, Like, let's try this as an experiment this year or this week or whatever. Yeah. Um, you're not committed to it. You're, just... you're not committed. Not at all. Let's just try it as an experiment. Yeah. And if you are that person who is reluctant, resistant, rebellious, what, whatever your stance is, just give it a try. Try it as an experiment. And you may discover there's one or two things that you really liked about it. Or you may say, absolutely not. This is, I'm just not ready for it. My, my prediction is that you're just not quite ready yet. Because I think that regardless of your personality type, regardless of your bent, that, that this can work for you. But yeah. just give it a try as an experiment and see what you learn, you know? Pay attention to it like you would an experiment. Oh, it's so good. I love it. Mic drop. And this is love where it. we plug in your best year ever live. Yes. So we do have our annual goal setting event coming up on uh, January 5th. It is virtual, so no matter where you live in the world, uh, you can join us. We are super excited. Are you planning to be I'll there? I'll be there. Okay, absolutely. Awesome. Well, I we think are. I'll be there. We'll be there. Uh, we're actually <laughs> emceeing the event, so oh, good we're to gonna know. have a blast. Yeah, hopefully you knew that. <laughs> I do now. <laughs> yeah, uh, and uh, we are so excited about this. Uh, you can actually get a free ticket. Uh, two, which is normally $197. You can get it for free right now. Uh, if you go to literally full, go, literally go to the full focus store. And, uh, if you get full focus goal setting, which is our goal setting course, you'll get a free ticket to your best year ever live. So we would love to see you there. Ken and I will be there, uh, having a, having a blast. Oh, so we're excited to ring in the new year together and with all of you. Well, this is awesome, Mom. Thanks so much for joining us on Focus on This. We have had a blast, and I feel like this is a great message that I'm excited uh, for our audience to hear. Thanks for having me. I had a blast. Thanks for joining us on Focus on This. 
This is the most productive podcast on the internet. So please share it with your friends and be sure to join us in the Full Focus Planner community. Uh, Mom might even make an appearance in there. I would love to. And uh, that way you can benefit from all of our creativity, encouragement, and you can, if you're a reluctant goal setter, get in there and find your other people who are also reluctant goal setters. Um, we're I'd love excited. to know how many are out there Yeah, that are in the Go community. in and yeah. post in the Full Focus yeah. Planner community. Yeah. Uh, and if you are, you know, we should put, put a post right there. I'll put it right after the show. Put a nice little thing. Yeah. Like how many of you are reluctant goal setters like Gail? Ooh, I like and that. And just see how many comments come. But we'll be here next time to talk about the beginner's guide to goal setting. Yeah. So if you're brand new to goal setting or if you're thinking about the new year and you're just kind of not sure where to get started, that episode is absolutely going to be for you. So join us next may I, Monday. May I say one more thing? Oh. Trust the process. Oh, so when you see like, okay, this is the beginner's guide or in the front of the full focus planner, there's, you know, tutorials or there's the course, just trust the process. Don't be so rebellious that you miss out on what's really there for you. That's a good final thought. I love it. It's a final, final thought. Final, final. All right. So until then, stay, stay focused. focused. This episode is brought to you by Life Focus, a new gamified approach to life planning that's easy, fun, and gives you a GPS for your next 10 years. You can start today at fullfocus.co slash lifefocus.